Hey friends, I hope today's episode finds you right on time. I pray that this blesses you in such a big way. And I hope that this will encourage you to trust God's plan, whether it be for your life or for your kid's life or for your marriage or for whatever hard season that you may find yourself in, that you come back to these seven ways to continue to lean in and to have that absolute faith, uh, complete, surrendered, audacious trust in our Father who is always good all the time. Let's do this. Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass Show, where you can get clarity on your calling, use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the King, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. You're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world. You are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Okay, friend, I also, before we get into the seven ways to trust God's plan, when you're feeling unsure, anxious, or worried, I want to invite you to come find community with us. I want you to join us in our Facebook community, stephgascommunity.com. This is such an incredible group of almost 7,000 kingdom women just like you who are yoked up with God's plan for their lives. They are encouraging each other working together, inspiring each other, lifting each other up, answering questions, and just full out supporting the mission that we all uniquely have. And I can't tell you how important it is to have other people who are cheering for you, who are uh, able to, to direct you and lead you when you feel stuck, or even just give you that encouragement that you're doing your best. We invite you to come join our sisterhood, and we totally have a few guys in there, so y'all, you are totally welcome as well, um, over at stephgascommunity.com. Also, if you're ready to work together, I want to invite you to come check out all the ways that you can do that at stephaniegass.com slash courses. I have a three-step system. I call it the Steph Gas Business Model or the Steph Gas School, where I take you through this three-step process to getting clear on your calling and building and starting a profitable online business. And the way we do that is through podcasting and courses and coaching. No matter what you do, no matter what your skill set is, this business model can absolutely work for you. I have helped over 1,200 students at this point collectively, and so many of them are having incredible favor poured out over their lives. They're making a big impact. They're making big incomes so that they can do more for the kingdom of God. They can help more people. They can inspire, teach, transform, motivate, bless, minister, whatever the thing is that they do. This is the way that God has led me to teach you to do it. And I'm so here for that. To find out all the details about my three-step system, head to stephaniegass.com slash courses. Okay, let's go. So I'm going to go through with you. You're definitely going to need a notebook and pen for this one. Seven 
ways, the seven ways to continue to trust God's plan (laughs) when you're maybe falling a little bit away, when maybe you're questioning his plan, maybe you're not feeling comfortable with the position that you're in. Maybe you're wondering if God's even like, hello, like, are you helping me? Are you hearing me? You know, like, obviously you guys know we were in the hospital for 11 days with Landon who got his appendix out and it had um, perforated. So there was inflammation and there was a lot of yucky stuff going on all around his intestines. And um, we thought we were going to get out and then we didn't get out. His white blood count went up and I was, I had people praying all over the world. Like literally there are um, prayer circles and prayer warriors that we had activated like all over (laughs) the world. And I'm like, I know it. Like, I know we're going home. Like this boy is just going to be healed in the name of Jesus. Like I was so full of faith. And as day by day by day started to creep by and we had complication after complication and then he ended up having one abscess and then he had four abscesses and then he couldn't get them drained. So we had to get on in this stronger antibiotic and then he had to get poked with IVs multiple times and he's so traumatized. And I'm going, Lord, are you hearing our cries? Are you hearing my prayers to you? You know, and, and just really starting to like struggle with trusting his plan here and knowing like he is always good no matter what situation or scenario that we find ourselves in and the hardest part sometimes is when it has to do with our kids or when it has to do with our marriages or when it has to do with our finances or our own health or the health of a loved one it's hard to continue to just believe and be surrendered in that and so I was I was sitting there one day and I my faith was really just kind of in this wavery place not that I would ever not trust God but that I was questioning him like Lord which I've repented for because he's always good he's always right he's always true but we are always human you know and so sitting there and that day going Lord I just remember breaking down in the bathroom sobbing my eyes out like I need you now like I need you where are you like I'm struggling like my baby is suffering and I'm tired And I don't know what's going to happen. And I just need you. And I heard nothing. (laughs) And I was frustrated. And it was just a really heavy, hard day. And not two hours later, he just moved. He moved through all of my students. They, I had to move podcast to profit. And my students came together with, with my team and they recorded a, 10 minute video with clips for me instead of being mad that I had to move their program out a week instead of being frustrated that it was inconvenient they rallied for me and they sent prayers and words of encouragement and they put it together in this beautiful clip and like thank you to Lydia and thank you to Sarah and thank you to all the girls because and guys that came together to do that for me because my spirit needed it and God used you to renew my faith and my strength and my spirit and it's so cool how like every time you're on this this cliff and you're like sitting on the cliff, he's right there. Like his hand is there. But sometimes we get all the way to the edge of the cliff before his hand pulls us back. But he will never let us fall off the cliff. And so I sat there and I was like, wow, like 
really there truly are seven ways that I can, can I can bring myself back when I'm struggling or when I'm having this moment of frustration with this plan that I don't and could never understand. And I wrote them down for you and they each have a verse that goes with them. And I just pray that this blesses you and make these your own, of course, but this is just the way that God has led me to, uh, to bless you with this today. So number one, number one is we have to surrender control of the plan. How hard is this one? (laughs) You know, I want to control an outcome and I've gotten so much better, but it's so hard for me to go, you know what? I'm just going to like be here for this. Like whatever it is, it is no matter what, like I'm just going to be here for this. I'm going to make the best of this. I'm just going to surrender this plan. Um, it's hard to do that. But Jeremiah 10, 23 says, Lord, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. We are not to direct our own steps because our lives are not our own, right? Us being saved, thank goodness, and giving our lives to God. You know, we are led by Holy Spirit. We have a bigger plan and we play a part in a very big, audacious kingdom vision. And each tiny, itty bitty, you know, micro choice and micro um, obstacle that we face or success that we go through, it's all orchestrated, you know, for the greater good. And we are just part of a big, incredible plan. And here's the deal. Like, we already know the outcome. We already know that we get to be citizens of heaven. We already know that Jesus is coming and we will be saved. And that's the end of the story. So all these other little things that we get so lost in and so frustrated about, do they really matter? And really the answer to me was no. I've got to surrender control of figuring out what to do every day in this big plan. And I just have to trust him. Okay, number two, we have to stop focusing on an outcome. Stop focusing on an outcome. Do you ever know an outcome? Never. We never know an outcome, okay? Life is not uh, an arithmetic arithmetic problem. It's not like two plus two equals four. Like we we do not know an outcome. It's, you know, blank plus, plus blank equals blank. <laughs> like that's what, how we live our lives. And we just don't know, but we think that we can focus on this outcome. And by doing that, we lose trust. By focusing on an unknown outcome, we are leading our steps. We are making the choices for our lives. We are trying to force something that maybe isn't even an outcome that God wants for our lives. I have done this so many times. I did this in business for way too many years. I've just had to surrender it all and stop focusing on an outcome and focus on the purpose, the calling, and the direction that God's just given me and just show up for that. And the coolest part about that is his outcome was always better and more incredible than any outcome I ever even had on my heart and mind because I have human vision and he has kingdom vision, right? So the verse here for number two, stop focusing on an outcome is Proverbs 3, five through six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So trust in him with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight, right? Um, So I, I just envision, and I always use visuals for my kids when I'm explaining verses. I visualize like 
this crazy twisted path with this outcome, you know, and this outcome is over there and you're going to go on this crazy twisted path to get there, or you just let it go and let God lay the path and you have a straight path to a bigger outcome. Why are we making it hard? Because we're humans, but we have to stop doing the things because we do have control of how we are trusting. Number three, the third one is to release the how. Release the how. Again, this brings us back to controlling what we should do in every single situation, you know? And it doesn't mean that we don't take audacious action, but it means that we wait on the Lord to give us the direction of what to actually do. And then when we hear that direction, we, we run, we leap. And if you guys are struggling with, what do you mean hear from God? I have podcast episodes all about ways to hear from God. And you guys can grab our podcast catalog and, and search for whatever topic that you're looking for at stephgascommunity.com and go over into the guides and you can just download the catalog and you can search for hear from God. And I have some multiple episodes on that for you. But basically it's, you know, let go and just let God, he will direct your steps every day. Even in the morning, I'm like, Lord, just direct my steps today. I don't know the how I have no idea. Like there are so many hard parts about scaling a business or about, you know, growing in your marriage or about leading, um, leading in your motherhood from a Holy spirit place. Like there's treating your body like a temple. Like everything's overwhelming. Everything is hard. But if you release the how and you just let Holy Spirit lead you and you let God bring you resources and mentors and the people that you need and the uh, coaching or courses that you need and the provision to do the things, it becomes easy. It becomes simple. It becomes very, very clear. Uh, This is Philippians 4.13 is the verse for this one. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things. They don't say some things. He says all things. I can do all things. Through him, not alone, not on our own strength, but through God's strength, and it will strengthen me. Okay, number four, know that there will be bumps in the road. Just because we are leading God-centered lives, God-centered businesses, God-centered marriages, God-centered motherhood, doesn't mean it's all going to be bright, shiny whipped cream with a cherry on top, okay? It's still hard. We are still living in a fallen, broken world And we are going to come against sin. We are going to come against opposition. We are going to fail because through trials, we are strengthened. Through tribulations and hard stuff, we are refined. We are refined by the fire. And so we have to just understand that there's going to be moments of hard. Uh, This is James 1.12 is the verse I wrote here for you, which is blessed is the one who perseveres under trials because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. That's James 1.12. Number five is to live with excited anticipation. (laughs) This is like my favorite thing. I don't remember where I heard this. I'm sure someone said this to me along the way, but it was like, you know, on every, through every hardship and through every hard moment, there's, there's an other side, right? Like there's always a bright side to every dark moment. So just live with excited anticipation of what is the miracle that God is preparing through this, through this like season of 
being the messy middle or of a sick parent or of um, a disobedient child or like whatever the hard thing is you're going through, a health issue, like, Lord, what are you doing here? Like, I know that you are doing something incredible. There's going to be a miracle on the other side of this. There's going to be something that, oh man, it's going to bless your kingdom, you know, whether it's a story or a testimony. And sometimes like the pain, you know, seems just so overbearing and so difficult that it's so hard to believe that there can ever be something good on the other side, but he's always good all the time. And so we can trust that even if it's years in the future, we can live with this excited anticipation that something incredible is going to come from this. And Romans 12, 12 is the verse for this one. And it's rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. So just rejoice in hope. Just sit with that excited hopefulness. Lord, what are you doing? I'm here for this. Be patient in tribulation. It will end. This too shall pass and be constant in prayer, which brings me to number six, which is keep God first and renew your mind daily. Keep God first and renew your mind daily. You know, the easiest way to fall away from trusting God's plan is to stop partnering with God in your life, to start leaning in on worldly solutions, on calls to friends, on a friendly ear instead of the counselor of all counselors, instead of the one and the only person who can sustain us when we are in in a hard time. And so it's easy to fall away from that when your anxiety is high and your worries are high, you're going through financial troubles. It's so easy to go, oh, you know, like God can't fix this right now, but God's the only one that can fix it. He's the only one that can give you peace in your heart and in your spirit. And so we have to every day dig in to the word, dig in to prayer, dig in to whatever the worship method is that lights you up. And there is no right or wrong way to do this, friends. Some days it's a prayer. Some days maybe it is a Holy Spirit moment during worship. Some days maybe it's um, listening to a podcast episode or just reading some scripture or doing a Bible study. Some days it's just talking to God or crying out to God or even yelling and letting God come in and partner with you in those emotions. Like it's just saying, God, I'm here with you first. Isaiah 40, 31 is your verse here. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. So if you're finding that your strength is waning, my question is, have you been renewing your heart and partnered with God? Have you been in the word? Have you been praying the way that you you know you should? Have you been growing close to God so that he can grow close to you? And if not, hey, the easiest fix ever is, God, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. All right, last. Oh, and I have another one. Sorry, I have one more verse for you on that one, which is Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to the world, but transformed by the renewal of your mind. God says that you will be transformed. Your life will be better. You will have the gift of discernment. You will know what is good and acceptable and perfect, right? And sin will be able to die in your life. What an incredible 
incredible promise Romans 12, 2 gives us. Okay, and last but not least, number seven is trust that he will equip you on his timing. (laughs) So whenever the time is right for whatever to happen, whatever you are waiting on, right, a healing or a miracle or um, a restoration or a um, whatever, whatever the thing is, in whatever area, maybe you're waiting on multiple things, just trusting that he'll equip you. He'll give you the words. He'll give you the direction. You know, he will give you, there's multiple things I've gone through where I'm like, I am not qualified for that, Lord. And he's like, boom, daughter, now, right now, here you go. Here are the words, or here is the courage, or here is the answer, or here is the money, or here is the team member that you've been praying for, or here is the friendship that you've been asking for, or here is whatever, right? Like here is the conversation in your marriage that you needed. But it was his timing, not mine, definitely not. It was when it was I was least expecting it, and it was when I felt least equipped to do it, or least equipped to have it, or the most unqualified, he said, here you go. And what's so fun about that is you're always getting a surprise gift from the Lord. You're always getting a surprise gift from him when you least expect it and when you probably need it the most. Uh, this is Ecclesiastes 3.1. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. And if we are citizens of heaven, we are on God's timeline, not our own. So we just have to trust and be excited and have that anticipation that he's going to equip us at the perfect moment so that it all plays in for the greater good. So I hope this blessed you today. There are your seven ways to continue to trust God's plan when you feel unsure, anxious, worried, or maybe you're just faltering in your faith a little bit. I'm going to pray with you real quick, and then I'll see you back here soon. Lord God, I just lift up the listeners today, and I pray that wherever they're struggling, wherever their faith is feeling faint, that you would pour just so much um, growth into their belief and trust over your plan for their lives, that you would allow any frustrations, overwhelm, discouragement, um, pain, suffering, you would help wash that away from their lives and replace it with belief, with excited anticipation, with miracle healings, Father, and that you would just give them a resilience to lean into you and to remember, Lord, that you are always good, always faithful, always right, true, and real. And I just ask you, Father, to help them stop focusing on an outcome and and stop living in this sense of control and stop leaning into what the world says that they are or who they are, but that you would just provide them a way to move forward on your will, to just truly lean in on your path and to know that you are here. As all of these verses today were spoken, Lord, I ask them to become a reality and a word to live by in all of our lives. We love you. We trust you. We have confidence in you. And we are so grateful that we get to do life with you. Amen. I'll see you guys back soon.